Good morning. And today we come to the end of this proverb, Proverb 3. So far we've heard the words of a loving father as he gives good instructions to his son, instructions that will help him live a godly life in a sinful world. And he tells him that there will be times when his faith would be tested. He says, don't be envious of the godless people who seem to prosper. He says, always trust in the things that I tell you. And when others try to tempt you away, remember my words and put to use the things that I have been teaching you. In verse 32, it starts with these words, for the Lord. Now this statement reveals to us that it is God who is speaking to us through the words of the writer. So, Proverbs 3, 32 through to the end, 35. For the Lord tests the perverse, but takes the upright into his confidence. The Lord curses is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks proud mockers, but shows favour to the humble and oppressed. The wise inherit honour, but the fools get only shame. So it finishes with those words, the wise inherit honour, but fools get only shame. All these words are confirming to us that as in the days of the writer of the Proverbs, the Lord is still in control. He's in control in our day. The proverb reminds us of the fact that we need to be faithful to these words because they are God's words. He also recognizes the fact that life isn't easy and also the fact that as we go through life, we won't understand everything I was reminded of the fact that even the Apostle Paul had to remind himself and to remind others that God was always in control. And with that, I just want to share a few thoughts from Romans chapter 9. Now, it's a really good passage and we could spend a whole hour or so going through it. But we're just going to spend a few minutes as we just go through it and look at one or two things. You see, Paul struggles to understand First of all, why the Jewish people who have so much knowledge of the scriptures and so much they know about God, they're refusing to accept the gospel. And in verse 5 of chapter 9, he says, There's other patriots, and from them is traced the human ancestry of the Messiah, who is God over all, forever praised. Amen. So he's confused as to why these people he's speaking to can't understand these things. Then in verse 6, he says, It's not as though God's word had failed. That's a good statement. It's not God's word that's failed. And then we go down into verse 14 and 15. He says, What then shall we say? Is God unjust? Not at all. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. You see, Paul, as he's dealing with these things and not fully understanding them, he is recognizing the fact that God 
is in control. He's saying, I don't understand it, but I know that God is in control. That's why he says, and he quotes the words from Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So we come to verse 18 of that chapter 9. Therefore, God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. And then you come to these verses in that passage, and this is verse 30 through to 33 at the end of Romans chapter 9. What then shall we say? That the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained it, a righteousness that is by faith. But the people of Israel, who pursued the law as the way of righteousness, have not attained their goal. Why not? Because they pursued it not by faith, but as if it were by works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone. As it is written, see, I lay in Zion a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall, and the one who believes in him will never be put to shame. They are great words. They're explaining what is happening. This proverb that we've been looking at, the central verses really, or the central verses are verses 5 and 6. This is what we must do, and this is what Paul is doing, even though he doesn't fully understand everything. These verses say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Father, our prayer is that we will, even when we don't understand how things are happening around about us, we trust that your hand is in all of this. Our Father, help us to see that you are in control and lead us on in a way that we will not lean on what we understand we might turn to your understanding and trust in it as we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, just to finish that um, proverb, I thought the words of a hymn by Frederick W. Suffield, and it's just the chorus, really, and we can take these words away with us this morning. God is still on the throne, and he will remember his own. Though trials may press us and burdens distress us, he never will leave us alone. God is still on the throne. He never forsakes his own. His promise is true. He will not forget you. God is still on the throne. We can all say amen to that, and I'll be back again with another part of God's word to share with you that we can share together. In the meantime, stay safe. God bless. Bye now.